Hello, my lovely, and welcome to the ADHD Entrepreneur. My name is Carrie, and I'm your host and the chief weirdo of Carrie Out Loud. I'm so glad that you found the podcast. And as a woman with ADHD who mentors women with ADHD, I am here to help you harness the traits you contend with and show you how to work with them and not against them. So that way your business will grow and thrive with a lot less stress and overwhelm and you can have a lot more fun. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. Let's get started. See you on the inside. Hello, my lovely and welcome back. Welcome back to the anxious. Oops. (laughs) Can you tell I'm not near, not uh, quite caught up yet? the ADHD Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Carrie. I'm the chief weirdo of Carrie Out Loud, and it's great to have you if you're new here. If you are not, like I said, welcome back. If you are, welcome. Um, so often we hear about the negative sides of ADHD and anxiety. And although they can be very frustrating, it can come with a lot of emotions, Um, especially if you're newly diagnosed, which I talk about a lot now because this has happened to me. If you haven't heard the latest and greatest, um, we kind of turned over a new leaf on our last episode and I just kind of went through and explained what has happened. So go back and take a listen if you haven't listened. That's, that's kind of a pivotal episode. That's episode 59. Um, but today what I wanted to talk to you about is as an entrepreneur, what are some of the positive symptoms that we can actually harness to have an amazing business? Like, what are some of the things? Um, and I'm going to do this next week for anxiety as well, because I know that anxiety and ADHD can go a little bit hand in hand. So um, I wanted to start with ADHD, and then next week I will do um, anxiety. So I'm really excited to do this because, like I said, there's so much talk around like the frustrations and the annoyances and the things that come with ADHD. But I want to kind of flip the script a little bit and talk about some of the things that, like I said, we can use in our business that are positives. So this is a decent sized list. I'm going to go through it and just give you a little bit, just a little tidbit on each area Um, Some of these you probably know, (laughs) or you may know all of them. Some may apply to you, some may not. I know a lot of these apply to me, but not all of them. Obviously, everybody's different. And so let me go ahead and get into it. The first one, number one, hands down, is resilience. Most of our lives, especially if you have a late diagnosis, you haven't known completely what's going on with you. So you've had to be resilient in situations. And being an entrepreneur, Having resilience is one of the most positive things that you can have because that means that you will bounce back. I heard this quote. I put this quote up. I think it's fantastic. It's like, even if you face plant, you're moving forward. (laughs) So sometimes we will fall and stand up again. And that is resilience. We've had to do it for a really long time. And we can take that into our business as a positive because sometimes everything doesn't go as we think it will. And it, and we need to be able to have that resiliency. And we do. So the second one is creativity. We have different brains, right? So 
We have a different way of creating. We have a different way of being creative, and we have a lot of it. I didn't realize I was creative at all until I was. <laughs> and I just took a little bit of time to lure it out. But once it came out, it was like, oh, wow, okay, I actually do have some creativity. Because I used to believe creativity was like trying, if you can do art, if you can do something, you know, but creativity also means, you know, thinking outside of the box and doing things a slightly different way that may be a little bit more interesting or creative. So that is definitely something you can harness and use in your business. We also have number three, excellent problem solving skills, <laughs> because if you're undiagnosed, if you were undiagnosed and now you are, you know, you've lived your whole life trying to solve problems because you haven't quite known what was wrong. If you were diagnosed properly, you know that there are things that you have in your life that you have to kind of get creative about. For me, I'll give you an example. Um, as a personal one is laundry. This one comes up a lot. It's kind of a joke <laughs> because it's one of like these impossible tasks, right? So I had to kind of play a little game with myself and think, okay, how can I take this thing that I see as a problem and simplify it so much that like even with all of the frustrations and things that come with this, I am, I do have medicate, I do take medication. So this can come a little bit easier um, if you take meds as opposed to if you don't. But we have this problem-solving skills. And what I did was I was always so overwhelmed with the laundry was I changed the bins that I put them in to make it look smaller. And to my mind, it worked. And now, even though I don't love it, it does not feel like the impossible task. So we can do things like that in our business and get really creative about problem-solving and seeing things in a different way. So that is an asset in your business. The next thing. And I am going through these quickly because there are so many <laughs> and we are so often here, you know, what can't we do? What can't we do? So I'm, I'm here talking about what we absolutely can do. Hyper focus is something you can actually harness into using that for the good of your business. If you're with a client, you can be hyper focused on them. Um, a really great, great tip that was taught to me, say you're on Zoom, make the other person larger and you smaller. You can't pay as much attention to you yourself. You're hyper-focused on the other person. It's a really cool thing <laughs> to learn those little, those little tricks. They really, really work. In entrepreneurship, you also need to be courageous. And people with ADHD, I find, are very courageous because there have been times, especially with women who have had a later diagnosis, where we've had to advocate for ourselves. We've had to be, you know, we've had to have courage to say, okay, look, something's not right. And you're telling me that it's fine. And I know it's not fine. So you had to be courageous enough to push through that. That is something that's good in business, having some courage to, you know, not be like the rest, stand out a little bit in your own personal way. You know, it's it's really great. It's a great thing to be courageous. Um, and so, yeah, that's something you can use as a business owner is sometimes you have to muster up the courage to do things or to push a button or to hit go. And we tend to have more of that kind of courage. So it's pretty awesome. Um, we're good in a crisis. <laughs> Some of the most stressful jobs actually have 
staff who may have a little bit more tendencies toward ADHD because we're good in a crisis. If we are having something going on, we, like I said earlier, can think outside the box. And we also work well when we are in crisis mode because we know, okay, like this is go time. We have to like get shit done. (laughs) We can. Um, we will let something sit forever and ever and ever. And then at the last minute, just phew, go and get it done. That's pretty, that's a pretty common thing. So even though that's not technically a crisis, if you had something going on in your business that was a little bit more that way, you are more apt to handle it um, than other people. That's a not a bad thing at all. You have great conversational skills. You know how to talk to people. People with anxiety know how to (laughs) info dump. We like to share a lot. Um, But that also means that we can learn how to harness those conversation skills. It can be difficult. Sometimes we interrupt people a lot. Sometimes we like to talk about ourselves more than anything else. But if you are able to take some of your conversational skills and really hone in on them, and really dig deep to learn how to have those conversations where you can kind of be pulled back and let other people talk about themselves. Uh, People love to talk about themselves. So if you open up that space for others and you learn how to do that and really harness that and hone in on that, there's nothing stopping you. I mean, every once in a while, we're going to get excited and interrupt, but you know, you have those conversation skills along with the next one, which is spontaneity. You know, it's very much a, um, what do they call it? Impulse, right? But impulse can also be spontaneous. And so you can turn some of the impulses sometimes more into spontaneity and use that spontaneousness in your business. And that is actually a really good thing because if you have to pivot If you have to change course, if you have to do any of those things, being able to be spontaneous and do that because you have seen that you need to maybe head in a slight direction or make a little course correction or something like that, spontaneity is really a great asset to have because when you shift, it doesn't feel as maybe as arduous as for other, as it does for other people. Um, I put one in the middle that's going to be the last one. (laughs) You're very empathetic and intuitive. And you've gone through a lot of things that you may not have understood in some parts of your life. So that has made you empathetic to others. And you can kind of hone in on how others are feeling because part of it can be like, like even anxiousness, anxiety, which like I said, we'll talk about next week. You are very aware of your surroundings. Like I know that sometimes we have the inattentive, right? Where we're not paying attention, but other times we have that like hyper awareness and also just having that and empathy together can really make us great with other people. That goes back to also the the conversational skills and so using the empathy and your intuitiveness to help others with what they're going through, you'll be able to help them in a way that maybe somebody else wouldn't because they don't view things that way. And that actually leads into the next one, which is one of the big ones, thinking outside of a box because we've been outside of a box forever. So if there's something going on and 
it can't be figured out very easily, we can take that thing and look at instead of what's inside the box and what everyone's staring at, we can kind of look at the surrounding areas and say, hmm, there may be another way to do this or that or the other thing and come in with that intuition (laughs) where you bring something in that is outside of the box, but that works. It fits like it's a round peg in a round hole and people have been trying to like smash a square peg into a round hole and, and you come in and you go, no, we got to do it this way. And it, it can be very helpful to others. Um, you can see patterns where others see chaos or mess. So I think that's probably why we have a lot of piles. <laughs> I think that's why we have a lot of notebooks that have two lines in them, right? <laughs> because, um, we're able to see a little bit more of a pattern in the chaos because we've created patterns in our own chaos so that we like know where things are. Even if somebody else doesn't, we'll know exactly where something is. And someone will be like, how did you even know where that was? It makes sense to me. You know, it doesn't have to make sense to others if it makes sense to you. Um, And so you can help others think outside of the box and see those patterns. You can find unique solutions to more difficult problems. This kind of works alongside with the the chaos, being able to see a pattern. You will see outside of the box so well that you will find something so unique that others are kind of like, it might take them a moment to catch up because they're like, oh, I've never really heard of that before. (laughs) You know, that sounds really interesting. But if it's like a deeply challenging problem, like we want to, our brains really want to dissect that, pull it apart and find those solutions. So that being said, it's very cool because we have some of the most creative ideas and unique ways to see things that are maybe challenging for other humans. And we can kind of present it to them like, hey, there's this is a solution and it's something that maybe they wouldn't have thought of and can adopt. And that's, that's, a, that's a huge asset, in my opinion, especially in business, if, especially if you're in the online space, because you constantly have to find unique solutions and uniqueness, period, in what you're doing. And so coming up with that unique solution, that's a huge asset to have in a business. You are able to talk about different topics at one time. So you are able to, I'm going to take this and kind of put a little twist on this. You're able to talk to multiple people about different things and keep it kind of straight. Um, You're able to bring in different elements to a conversation and keep up with conversations (laughs) with other people who maybe have ADHD also because We can literally talk about five things at one time. I mean, I don't know about you, but have you ever been DMing with a friend and you're DMing in two different places about two different things? (laughs) That may sound funny, but isn't that kind of what this is? You know, you're not talking about the same thing, even if you're talking to the same person. But we are able to process things like, I know for myself, I can listen to podcasts at like one and a half to two speed. It helps because my brain thinks quickly, right? So I can take in that information more quickly and talk about other things at the same time. Like 
it's really weird because our brains work so quickly at times that you can shift and navigate easily when you're talking about multiple topics and you can engage in that way with clients, with, you know, with your programs, with so many different things. And you can help others by doing that small thing. It can, it can really be an interesting way to go about doing business because like I said, you're able to talk to different people and talk about different topics and keep things straight in your mind. Like, you can't remember what you did yesterday, but something someone told you six months ago, <laughs> you can pull that right back up and, and start talking about that topic as well. So that's an asset. I think that's an asset personally, um, because trying to keep things straight um, can be difficult for some people if it's very quick. But for people with ADHD, we are able to keep up a little bit more at times than others. And that is a huge benefit to your business. That's my, my two cents on that one. Okay, there's three more. The, fir- the first one of these last three is, these are all, these last three are probably the most important and one of them is actually kind of funny. One of them is high energy. We tend to be very energetic, which means we also need to like sleep really hard <laughs> and rest because we are so high energy and we are putting out all that energy that we also need rest. But when we need to have the ability to have energy and be energetic, we can pull it. We can pull it out sometimes when others cannot. We can find a way to harness that energy and bring it into whatever it is we're doing because we need to pull that energy out. And then, you know, you may need to take a nap. <laughs> but that's okay because you can you can kind of know how you're system works, you can know how you work, and you can learn to harness that high energy for when you need it um, and not burn it as much. If you can become more aware of it, you'll a- you're able to harness that high energy. Last or second to last is we are willing to take risks. Some of them calculated, some of them not. <laughs> We're just risk takers by nature. That can be a good thing. That can be a negative thing. But we're today talking about the positive side of this. And as an entrepreneur, you're taking risks all the time. And even though they may feel scary, you can push the go button where other people at times can be so crippled, they can't push go. And you're just like, all right, let's do it. You know, I know for me, some of my best pivots have come in moments where I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a risk and go just a little bit, just a little bit of a tiny pivot there. And every time I've done it, it has helped with, have, you know, helped me have growth in myself and see more things coming into my business because I'm willing to take some of those risks. And last, but definitely not least, we are entrepreneurial. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best things for people with ADHD, depending on how well you know your ADHD and how well you know yourself, Um, if you take medication, that's more of a stimulant as opposed to more of the daily. There's there's different ways to treat it and everybody, you know, kind of has their little different mix of what they do. But we are designed to be entrepreneurial. Listen to all of the things I just said. 
right? Resilient, creative, problem-solving, hyper-focused, courageous. We're good in crisis. We have good conversation skills, spontaneous, empathetic, intuitive, thinking outside the box, finding patterns. And and of this sounding like, you know, day-to-day business ownership, (laughs) it does to me. And I know that I look at all of these things and I think, yep, I have had to utilize all of these skills throughout, you know, starting and moving my business forward and then taking pivots as needed or as, you know, I've seen fit because, um, you know, I've been entrepreneurial since I was like for half my life, really. And I just didn't realize why. I didn't realize necessarily the reason behind it, but now I do. And so I think that's so much why I love helping other women entrepreneurs and why I like seeing other women win is because I've been like this since I can remember, you know, starting in my early 20s. And so the more that I've become, the more that I've come to understand myself in these different assets, the more I've been able to harness them and use them for good. And it, these are all wonderful things. So instead of sharing today about things that may be frustrating or annoying, I want you to also remember all of these things that are within you that are incredible and amazing and make, can make you and a better business owner in some ways or super creative, or super original, or come up with these incredible ideas. And I'm not saying, oh, you know, people who have a more typical nervous system are not. I'm just saying that we tend to be all of these things, and they tend to work well if we harness them in a positive way and head them in a specific direction into that entrepreneurial spirit and being, you know, finding these ideas that come into our head all the time, every single day, and really finding one that we have a deep passion for, and then we hyper-focus on it and we go. Now, some people can lose that easily, but I find for myself, based on my particular treatment and the way that I work, that once I dig in, I want to kind of like go with it for a while because I really know who I want to help. And so um, you can utilize these things to really help you help the people you want to, whether you're in a service-based business or you're a product-based business. It doesn't matter what. These are all great things. So I don't want you to forget that just because your wiring is a little bit different than other people's. Well, a great point was made to me today. We all are. But our brains specifically with ADHD. These are the wonderful things we bring into the conversation. And I just don't want you to forget it. So take this list, maybe write a few of these things down that apply to you. And every once in a while, if you're having a frustrating day, reference them, go back and look at them and remind yourself, hey, yeah, I know I have these things that are really frustrating and hard and shitty. (laughs) But at more of the time, I have these wonderful things. And I hope you loved this list because this is you and me and so many others like us. So thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see you next time. I love you. I see you. I'm rooting for you always. And I will be back next week 
with this same type of list for women who have anxiety. So see you next time. Bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, thank you for listening all the way through the episode. And I would like to ask a little favor of you because I'm trying to get to as many women with ADHD as possible. Please like, share, subscribe, give a five-star review, and you could even post a screenshot in your stories and tag me so that I can thank you because the more women that this podcast gets to, the more we can help women like us. So thank you so much for sticking around till the end, and I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye.